when that client came through and they said like, okay, we're committed, we're committing to this. It really was like the power of one, something that you always said, you were like, you only need one. If you just get one, Ashley, just one, like it'll change your life forever. Mm -hmm. And I remember like the second thought that I have after like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening is it could happen again. Yeah. And it'll happen again because somebody did it first. Welcome to Teachers Gone Rogue, a podcast all about unlocking your audacity, outpacing your teaching paycheck on part-time hours, and serving students on your own terms. I'm your host, Jennifer Lemetra, tutor business coach and curriculum expert. I went from barely making ends meet as a classroom teacher to building a six-figure tutoring business while I was still in the classroom that ultimately retired me and gave me the gift of time freedom. I'm here to help you discover how your passion and profit can coexist as you fearlessly go off script and ignite the passionate educator inside. All right, teachers, let's dive in. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by our next enrollment of the Tutors Blueprint. This group program is for educators who know their expertise is not confined to the four walls of a classroom. Our clients are educators who enjoy impacting students, but don't know how to start or run a business. Inside of the Tutors Blueprint, you will learn how to build a four-figure tutoring offer that gets your students amazing results and allows you to experience outpacing your teaching paycheck. The program is six powerful months and includes a curriculum to teach you everything you need to take your tutoring business from an idea to a full-fledged, well-oiled business machine, as well as powerful group coaching and an amazing community. The doors open on January 29th. Click the link in the show notes to join the waitlist, and I can't wait to serve you as my client inside of the Tutors Blueprint. Hello, my fellow educators, and welcome to another episode. I am so excited for this episode, you all, because I am being joined by one of my clients who I have worked with for over a year now, Miss Ashley. She is a writing tutor who's been tutoring for five years, and her mission has always been to help kids see that they are good people in this world by putting a creative spin on teaching them how to express themselves through words and their unique thought processes. So hi, Ashley. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I love being able to just like see you and talk to you for today's episode. As I was thinking through like, you know, stories I want to be able to share on Teachers Gone Rogue, I thought about you because of just how amazing your story has been in your tutoring business journey and just the path you've taken the mindset you adopted, um, and just the educator that you actually are. So before we dive into the questions, I would love you to share a little bit about yourself and then we can get started. I'm Ashley. Um, I tutor kids, obviously, online. I started in person in high school. Um, I started tutoring kids in Freeport, Grand Bahama, and also I just expanded outside of the Bahamas um, to the different islands that we have, like Nassau, um, Bimini, um, Eleuthera, and then outside of the Bahamas through the United States and Canada through social media um, with parents finding out about what I love to do. But I've always been invested in the arts and expressing myself. um, And I always wanted to kind of pay it forward in my own way as I once needed a tutor growing up. And so I've always had a heart to help. So that's more about kind of who I am and why I like to do what I do in a way. That is so, I love it. I love it. Especially being, you being a tutor who had a tutor, right? So you have experienced the impact that we're able to make when somebody's able to kind of get down on the ground with you and really support you with closing those gaps. So I'm curious, what fueled you? I know you have A1 Academics, your amazing tutoring company. What fueled you to start your tutoring business in the first place? 
I feel like initially I fueled it from a place of need. Um, when I was walking around my high school campus, um, again, there were kids who would come to me often seeking counsel for personal matters and reasons. And so at the time, I partnered with the guidance um, department because kids wouldn't necessarily talk to the guidance, they would talk to me. And I would relay that information back in a way, um, just so that I could kind of be offloaded from all the personal things that were shared that were serious at the time. And there was this particular instance where kids would come to me, but they would also tell me about how this teacher was this kind of way. And this teacher kind of was like boring, or I'm not sure what to do, but we have a test coming up. And like, I just need help with this, that, and the third. And I just kind of listening to their conversation. And when they turned back to me, it was almost like an epiphany, like, but you could help us. Like, you're right here, literally, like we come to you all the time. Like, why can't you help us? And stuff like that. And I would look at the material and I always had a funny way or a weird way people would say of breaking down information. Like I would think backwards or the opposite in which things should be done. And Mm -hmm. so I was able to use that to my own benefit and knowledge in translating it in a way that kids would get it or understand. And so that kind of was the, the process for me, being able to kind of intertwine personal and academics in a way that kids would understand because I knew that that's what I needed at the time. If I could relay information in a different way. Yes, yes. And so it kind of happened organically is what it's sounding like. Like you just kind of saw Mm -hmm. your other students were able to see like, okay, Ashley is able to break these things down. So I ask you for support. You're like, sure, I can do that, right? I can help you with these things. So when did it go from being, I guess, something you were just offering to a few students here and there to you naming your business and branding your business and like taking it to, I'm just curious, like what was that transition like for you? For me, the transition, it kind of just took off again, like naturally, like, I initially would kind of do that with two or three kids in a, at a time. You know, I got different reports back like, oh, my kid went from a three point to a three point five in one term. Oh, my child is this or that. And then it turned into like a full classroom of kids within my own school. And then teachers and students found out about me by word of mouth from kids from my school. And then from there, it became a thing of, oh, I heard you. Can you do this? And can you do that? And I'd already kind of practiced how I did things and how I kind of found things to work for certain kids. And then it caught fire from referrals and kids finding me through social media because I started kind of posting different things online or sharing flyers online with people too. And so within that time frame, initially my business wasn't named maybe until about two or three years of doing it. Okay. Um and then I was like, oh, this is really something like it going from a hobby to like, oh, this is what I do kind of just happened by itself. Like it almost never felt like a hobby because that's how seriously I took it because these were kids' academics and personal life at stake. So from the very beginning, I was like, this is just something I do. It's oh. not necessarily just because I find it fun or just because like this is important to me. And with anything, I'm like all or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally all or nothing. <laughs> so this is my thing. And initially, like, I named it, it was nothing. And then it was tutoring 242, I think, like, within the, like, couple, like, like, the maybe eight-month mark or, like, one year to, like, a year and a half. And then it was, like, it clicked one night for me, A1 Academics. And then it became even more real than it really was, even though it was already 100. Yes. Oh, okay. I love that. So you didn't feel the need to, like, you were already operating at a certain level, in your business just because you cared about the people you were serving. And these were your peers. Is that correct? Right. These were kids who they saw me day in and day out. Wow. And so you're sitting here, you're working with these students. You're like, okay, I'm going to take it seriously because these are real people I know and you have rapport with them, relationship. And then you just started organically like, oh, what do I want to name it? How can I seal it by making it more quote unquote legitimate? 
in how you are operating mm -hmm. your business. Okay, so tell me, as you were going through this, I know it happened very organically for you, but what were some of the challenges you faced when you first started your business? So when it wasn't just, oh, a few students here or there, but when you started leveling up, I would say, in your business and deciding, okay, let me name it. It's now officially A1 Academics, and I am going to start moving in this direction. What were some challenges you faced in the early stages of your tutoring business? There was, I feel like there were a few, like, okay, as more people found out about what I do and different grade levels were involved, it was the time management behind it all because I always gave all of myself like a thousand percent. And when I first started, it was kind of like a hybrid between in-person and virtual. And so that was another thing, like how can you fit certain kids needing certain projects done that are in-person and others virtual. Another one of those things was just like the back end of things when it came to like the administrative work of collecting payments on time and making sure that um, communication is as efficient and making sure that every student is again like being served to the most capacity that I could give them with the different kids that were coming in and just kind of like systems and processes. I feel like the more real it became in my mind, the shift point of like, okay, this is like hard, really hard is like, will it always be like this? Like, will it always kind of feel like this kind of like feeling in a way? Mm. And so as you were coming up against those challenges, coming up against, I guess you said the ceiling that you felt like you were hitting up against, how did you navigate that? With inspiration, trying to find like other people who were kind of, I don't want to say doing the same thing because I feel like in my world, like tutoring felt like very far and few. It was really only my, me, myself and I like, <laughs> and who did this on a real like standpoint. Like I've seen certain teachers kind of like stay back after school and like, but never to the extent of like, oh, this is what I do. This is who I am. And this is like what's set before me. It's not just an after school for X amount of months and then you're done. Or for like a week if you choose to hop in and out kind of thing. And so that was one of the things, just kind of not finding representation, but wanting to kind of find somebody in business, even if it wasn't a tutor, but I really wanted it to be a tutor in business. And kind of just learning and going as I researched so much different things. Like everything is like really research-based and making sure that it's efficient. Like if there are other kind of people that I do follow who are utilizing certain systems, how can I, or how can I spend time brainstorming for myself? What do I want it to look like as best as I can, if I don't have that support? No, that's so real. Like just having to look around your, what's already existing. Cause it's kind of like, why are we trying yeah. to reinvent the wheel? If there's already something that's here, let me go ahead and tap in and figure out what I don't already know, you know, which actually is the perfect segue. Cause I'm thinking about when you and I first met, what was that shift when our paths crossed where you decided, okay, I think I want to get that additional support. Like what led you to decide that you wanted to invest in your business in this way? For me, it was so crazy because again, like throughout that business standpoint, like whether it be like my third year of tutoring or fourth year, maybe even like even toward like my second year, it was like, okay, well, the ceiling that I feel like, okay, I'm doing good, but will it ever be to where I could be hands off or I'm doing good, but will it ever get to the point where this is like real, like not just a business, but this is like a bigger than even myself. Mm -hmm. um, or will it ever be like fully organized or like fully like, you know, all the things in bells and whistles that you want or could even imagine when that kind of came about, I was like, I really want to find somebody who is like somebody that I can look up to, but I never thought it, it existed, but mm. it didn't stop me from trying or thinking about the idea that there could be somebody who could help me. And there has to be somebody and not just anybody, but somebody like centered in what I do, because there's a, mm. there's a, there's a mentor for everything else. Yeah. And so <laughs> I remember scrolling through Instagram. I just was scrolling through. It's just funny. Cause it's like, I don't like, I'm always bouncing between like, is this idle time? Or is this like really productive right now, just scrolling. And I remember finding one of your videos on 
tutoring. I can't remember which one it was. I don't know if it was something to do with social media or something, but it was a kind of like a, um, a step-by-step of some kind of tip. And I was like locked in. Like I rated your page. I was like, hold on. I looked at everything. And I'm like, this is the moment. I don't know when or how this is going to kind of take place, but you will definitely be in my life. Mm-hmm. And from day one, like I set the vision, I made it plain. <laughs> and I was like, it's going to work out. But I knew from the moment that I saw you on Instagram that this is for me, for sure. And that this is going to help me kind of overcome the ceiling because you've done it before. Mm. And because it was a good representation as well, being that the ethnicity, the faith, all of the different things that I saw as I stalked you for a minute. <laughs> I was like, be perfect. <laughs> no, and you're so right being able to, there's a mentor for everything. You know, it's so interesting. Like there's, there is a coach, a mentor, somebody for every niche and then when you do try to look for something like tutoring i remember when i first started my business i didn't see that i did not see someone who was specifically in the world of education and tutoring and had done the things i wanted to accomplish and who could help me to do it so a lot of it was that trial and error kind of like what you were saying you were doing as well in the beginning so to be able to now turn around and be like hey y'all you don't have to figure this out on your own let's you know let's do this together um and then too like a lot of things that you said blew my mind because i didn't even think of it like, oh my gosh, these are the things that I wanted to implement or needed to implement for so long. And it's like, you know that and you know more? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. And so crazy. I remember with our paths, once you and I kind of got into each other's orbit, if you will, one of the first ways that we started working together was in the Tutor's Blueprint, right? And so you joined a group coaching program, you hit the ground running, really just completely bought in. Like for our listeners, you guys have don't know this but ashley is truly like a learner she has a learner's heart she jumped into the program jumped into the curriculum and was really striving to implement whatever she could to be able to take her tutoring company to the next level and content the way some people are a little bit nervous when it comes to content that wasn't really ashley's struggle like she wasn't really struggling with oh let me go post something or oh i have to show my face that was never really your struggle ash however Mm -hmm. i do know that as you were building up your business you had some challenges, you know? And so talk to us about what that experience was of feeling like you're putting in work in your tutoring business and then seeing months go by and you're not getting a new student. What was that like for you? It was one of the hardest moments of my life because I knew how bad that I wanted it. And I knew how I saw it happening for so many other people. So I knew it was possible. That wasn't like issue. It just was like, it got to a point where it was like, is it possible for me though? Like, is it possible where I'm at though? Because everybody else is kind of like doing this. And it just kind of became a thing of like, okay, is there something about me that's the anomaly? Because I remember I used to say two things at a certain point when it kept happening. I was like, okay, am I the parent repellent? Am I like the anomaly of like the, the group? Like, I don't know. Because every like I'm seeing it for everybody else. And so it was re- it was really difficult at a point, um, for sure. Kind of just seeing how badly you want something and also working toward it. Because like, as like to your point, like I would rewatch the videos um, within the tutor's blueprint, like over and over and over and over and over again. And like, find new ways to ask the same questions. Yeah. And like, just keep trying, <laughs> keep trying to show up and doing the same things over and over. So it was difficult. Yeah. Did you ever struggle with maybe losing mo- motivation with your tutoring business or feeling like, you know what, do I want, kind of one of your questions was, am I, the, as you say, the parent repellent? But did you get to a point where you questioned even keeping your tutoring business? And if so, how did you navigate that? I always knew. That, I feel like I had come so far in the sense of like, okay, I have a business coach. I'm not being led by the blind. 
and I'm not not being led at all. So there has to be a purpose. There has to be a greater reason. So I'm not going to fully completely give up on this idea, but are my services valuable? Am I valuable as a person? That was questionable to me, but it never really fully got to the extent of, okay, I'm closing up shop. Like y'all can have your tutoring businesses. I'm done. It wasn't that because I felt like the fight was so great at that point that I couldn't just leave fully being discouraged. But there were points where it was very difficult and questionable to say if it could even work or work this way. So to your point, kind of, but I never fully accepted the idea of truly giving up. It was kind of here and there, but not like seriously. That I feel like that would be even more sad to think of a lost dream because I feel like at a point it did feel like that, like a dream deferred yeah or like for a time it was like will it even work out now all that kind of stuff and how long was that season for you when you feel like you were going through the like not seeing um the momentum or not seeing the clients that you want to see but how long was that for you so when it came to not seeing the clients that was about fully eight months of not seeing any new people through the door eight months and yeah you Mm -hmm. were one thing i admire about you ashley is that even during that client drought you kept showing up and you showed up and you were willing to show up authentically. Like I know there are times you came to our coaching calls and you were honest with me and your cohort sisters. You were honest about the frustration you were feeling. You were honest about the disappointment you were feeling and yet you kept showing up. And so to be able to hear that you had kind of decided that quitting wasn't an option, you just had to rework things and then eventually, you know, something had to shake, something had to happen is really inspiring because I know that when people don't see the fruit of their labor instantaneously, it can be very tempting to be like, I'm going to stop toiling the ground, if you will, right? I'm going to stop even trying to put in this work because I'm wasting my time where this is not for me and all those different things as well, right? And so you went through that for eight months. However, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? (laughs) (laughs) There is a light at the end of the tunnel because to your point, you were re-watching the videos, you were coming to coaching, you were asking questions, you were not willing to give up on doing what you felt you needed to do. And eventually, you did indeed secure your first four-figure 2T. And I know that was a big deal because to your point earlier, I remember you struggling with, should I only be a writing tutor? Does anyone care about writing? Maybe that's not the right niche. Like I remember the temptation of you tinkering with different things in your business because you couldn't figure out what was going on. But eventually you did get your first four-figure client. So tell me, Ashley, like what was that experience like? One, getting your first four-figure client after eight months of not seeing any students enroll. And why do you think that shift happened? And why do you, what do you think changed maybe in you or around you that facilitated that experience? This is really good. This is a loaded question, Jen. Okay, go for it. It was like, it was just crazy to me because it felt like surreal because you always hear people having their fairy tale moment. Like I sat in every coaching call, like watching somebody else have like a fairy tale moment for like the 20th time. And I'm like, I don't know how y'all doing it. I don't know what magic dust you guys are using. Like, I don't know. But when I got it from me, it just felt like what I, it is crazy me looking at my phone and it's like, okay, this client is secured. And beyond just like, okay, I knew the consultation call kind of went well mm-hmm. with the with the client. It was kind of still like, because I've had moments where certain people would book calls, but like there would be no fruit of it still. The one or two people who did book calls. Um, but when that client came through and they said like, okay, we're committed, we're committing to this. It really was like, 
the power of one, something that you always said, you were like, you only need one. If you just get one, Ashley, just one, like it'll change your life forever. Mm -hmm. And I remember like the second thought that I have after like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening is it could happen again. Yeah. And it'll happen again because somebody did it first. And so seeing it, it really was surreal. Like I'll I'll probably always still like remember it because it, it, it marked for me, like the turning of an era because it took like, it's like eight months, eight months. I practically was pregnant with something bad. (laughs) That's how I look at it. Like I had to, like I had to be going through for something. (laughs) And like, what kind of shifted was like, I remember there was a song because there were certain things I did throughout the process that kind of like, oh, wow, this aligned with like this moment. There was literally a song that I used to listen to every day. It it was called Fruits of Your Labor. Like you'll literally like see the fruits of your labor. And it was hard to listen to because like, okay, I liked the song initially. It had a good beat and everything, but actually listening to it and then seeing it come to pass, like it it helped. And, you know, to your point as well, um, with you and I, I share the faith. So for me, filling myself up in general with a scripture that said, God is working in you, giving you the power and desire to do the things that please him. Mm. Every time that I thought about that, it really helped to convict me that even in this, that's difficult. I can like press forward and he's working in me, giving me power that I don't even have at this point. Cause I'm so tired. Come on. Um, and so I feel like there were certain things that really helped me get to this point, filling myself up. Like for me in my household, vision boards were always something that were like, you're going to do this. And this is how things come to fruition. If you could just see it enough times, every time I was bored, every time I was sad, I literally just pull out different pictures that I had and stored from different places based on the things that I wanted. It just looked a little bit different. It just looked a little bit clearer every time that I did it. Positive audios. Like I would literally piece together different clips of things that I've heard you say. I've heard uh, Miles Monroe say, I've heard different kinds of people say and put it together with my own kind of music and listen to it on repeat. And there's something that Miles Monroe said. It said, it might be difficult to think that it's possible for you, but it's easy for you to say that it's possible because it is possible because you've seen other people do it. Mm-hmm. And so different things like that kind of helped me a lot um, or like a jar of good news because for me in my unique circumstance, it's not like I've never tutored kids before. Mm-hmm. I have, it just was a dry season, mm-hmm. a long season. But because there was already good news around my business, Pulling off different things that parents have said really helped. I feel like the accountability helped as well. Like there were people within the cohort who remembered my visions, who who saw me and was like, you're not giving up. You never wanted to do this other subject area that you're bringing up all of a sudden. So why now? And so with encouragement and just encouraging me that it's possible, it's possible. Um, me and you also always talked about this, like new ways of marketing. Like to your point, social media, I never found was difficult. Mm -hmm. However, it was the way in which I was using social media. And because I held it to the standpoint of parents could only find me through social media, which wasn't true. Because when I first started, I never used social media, but parents found me in my hometown because it was never a problem. My location, which I thought of for so long, I feel like actually letting go and letting go and being a part of the process, I feel like actually helped to alleviate a lot of the stress. Like it's easy to say that you are like going to be a part of the process, but it's hard when you actually do it. And I feel like being a part of the process to me meant kind of shifting something. I feel like, again, like rewatching the trainings with a new eye and like asking for help also, like it kept, it kept helping because it's like, I was never judged. You never judge me for not understanding certain things or applying it in a new way or running with something and it not working and things like that. What also helped was new ways of marketing. So outside of social media, like I got a business shirt 
And I thought that clients would just be attracted to me because I have on this shirt. That was not the thing, but it helped because it was a new way of marketing. But actually having business cards and being a part of outreach uh, programs or career days and things like that, that helped as well. Those things helped in how it kind of felt to be in the circle of it's possible. Yes, yes. And something that as you were talking, something I felt feel is a trend is you were discussing not only some things you did strategically to be able to attract your dream students, but there was some mindset stuff you were doing that really had to shift. And I, I know it was one thing that when you first joined the program was a bit of a struggle. Because I know, especially as I, I talked about this in a recent episode, as entrepreneurs, we love the tangible, the practical, the strategy. And obviously that stuff is important. Like we need to have strategy. We're not freestyling in our businesses. However, there is this need as well for our mindset to be in a healthy place or in an optimal place where we're deciding that any limiting beliefs we may have, we're going to actually face them. We're going to actually confront them because when we don't, you can have all the strategy in the world and you will hit a roadblock. And that was one thing I remember you and I had to coach through was you were doing a lot of the strategies and I think the natural and very, you know, human response was, okay, I'm doing the strategy. A plus B is supposed to equal C. Why don't I see the C, right? <laughs> so there was that frustration there. But I remember you saying after you got your, your first four-figure client, how much you realized your mindset was an integral step you needed to address, right? And so even mm-hmm. you sharing all those things regarding the things you did on your own time, you know, putting together your audio files, making sure that you're being intentional about what it is you're consuming, making sure you're going into spaces where people are affirming you, holding you accountable, all those different things. It makes sense. When you kind of like get all these things together, then you notice a shift. And even like to your point, like regulating your own nervous system by deciding, you know what, let me go ahead and get a job. That way I don't feel like I'm putting so much pressure on my business right now, right? And so after you got your first four-figure client, it felt like a domino effect, Ashley. I remember you got the first four-figure client and then you hopped on the call and we were all celebrating you. And then it seemed like a week or two later, (laughs) there was another one. And then another week, it was another one. It was like another one, another one. It just kept happening. And you ended up getting, what was it, six students within like two months? Mm-hmm. Six four-figure yeah, students. students within two months. So we went from eight months of no clients <laughs> to in 60 days, you had six four-figure clients. Wow. Wow. How did it feel for you to be able to not create evidence for yourself just once, but literally you were able to create evidence that you can have a four-figure student and you had six of them in a very short amount of time. Like, how was that experience for you? I'll probably say it, it was It was just crazy. It felt crazy until it actually happened. Mm-hmm. But even though it still happened, it still felt like an outer body experience. Because I feel like there was so much doubt and so much time throughout that that had passed. Since it actually was a goal that was attained. Because I remember, again, like, a real thought that I had. And I remember I said this, like, toward, like like the seventh or eighth mark of not seeing any like result of like, I know like something has to shift. Something's going to change. Something's going to get better, but it just feels like a dream that was lost, a dream that was deferred, a dream that is like just out of my reach, but seeing it happen and happen again, like just in like, I could only imagine what would have happened if I didn't keep like pressing forward. Like there would be no story to tell. And so seeing it happen again and again, and in a short time, because like, to your point, like there was one student and then the next week there was another student who came and then it just kept on going. It defeated all the odds that I had stacked against myself. Like it was never about my location. There are parents mm-hmm. who have found me internationally and locally. 
in a short amount of time. It was never the subject area because mm. all of the parents that I work with are of what I wanted initially when I first started the program um, with being a part of the tutor's blueprint. It defeated the purpose of, okay, you're charging too much or tutoring isn't that serious or um, whatever it was. It was like, parents need you. Parents are excited. Parents need you and want to work with you and all those things. And even now, like their parents were like, I'm just so grateful. Like your services have impacted my child so much. They're going to sign up for another round of tutoring and they, whatever the case might be, it, it defeated literally everything that I had against myself thinking I wasn't good enough and I was invaluable enough. It just was a matter of time. That is it. And so it's like, it's possible and it's possible to do it again and to change things. And even though you don't see it initially, it's like, it will work out in time oh. because all things work together for the good. Yes. Come on now. That is so, uh, so encouraging. I feel like I just love being able to hear because I think social media, not I think, I see it. Social media can sometimes paint a very linear view mm -hmm. of entrepreneurship and it can seem like, oh, you know, just go follow the yellow brick road and everything will be fine. And there's no speed bumps, there's no potholes and there's nothing. When the reality is that's not what's happening for a lot of people. A lot of people, entrepreneurship, it ebbs and it flows, right? And that's just part of this journey. It doesn't make it bad, but it's something that, okay, when it happens, how are you going to show up? So that way you are able to eventually see the fruit of your labor, like what you were saying earlier, right? This has been such an encouraging episode. If you had to say anything to the tutors, the educators who maybe listen to today's episode regarding staying motivated or even regarding your experience in the tutor's blueprint, what would you say to them to encourage them? I would definitely say that it's not what happens to you. It's how you choose to show up through it. And whatever that is, maybe in the high or the low. And it's really how you fuel yourself and allow that fuel to run over with grace and love and joy to other people. Because it's all about sowing and serving, sowing and serving. If it wasn't for the kind words and the encouragement and the vision that were sewn into me through other tutors, I don't know where I really would have been without the accountability and grace. And if I didn't choose to intentionally fill myself up every single day with the vision and the motivation, I wouldn't be here talking to anybody now. Um, and I would also say bet on yourself because doing it alone, you can get there. You probably can get there. But doing it with community and doing it with guidance and doing it full out, if you're going to do something, I would definitely, definitely encourage you to be a part of the Tutors Blueprint because it changed my life. And not just in business, but personally. Because again, like, I thought I was this positive coming into the Tutors Blueprint. Like, my mindset is fine. Like, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but the practices and the strategies were beyond that. The love, you can't pay for it. You mm -hmm. can't buy it. It's just amazing. So that's my two cents. Yay. Ashley, thank you so much for sharing your story with all of us. Thank you for just your business and your grit and how you decide to show up so they can impact all of these students who literally are singing your praises because of the impact you've had in their life, right? Because of how you decide to show up. And so let our listeners know how they can find you and connect with you. And yeah. You can connect with me through Instagram, A1 Academics LLC, um, or Facebook. It should be the same thing, A1 Academics LLC. Yeah, so those two social media handles. Yay. Or my website, a1academics.com. Perfect, perfect. Ashley, it has been a joy speaking with you today. And to our TGR fam, thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Teachers Gone Rogue podcast. Head to the show notes to learn more about how you can work with me and also how you can get on my email list for free. Screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories at the Jennifer Lemetra. I'll see you in the next episode. Oh, 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 o